You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. 702 and Cape Talk. Technobite with Aki Anastasio. And, of course, some of this racism is exacerbated by technology. But Aki brings you stories of how technology can sometimes improve society. And we've got a couple of examples. Drones can kill, but they can also help in farming. No, it's amazing. In what they're using in Japan, you know, it's quite interesting. The average age of the farm in Japan is sitting around about 60 years old. And farmers in Japan, uh, there's no new generation coming into farm because, you know, the new generation want to do AI. They want to do technology stuff. And it's a big, big problem in Japan that they that farmers with the average age that they have at the moment, they are going to be facing challenges the older they get. They're not going to be able to do the, the work around the farm like they used to because as you sure. get older, you know, your body doesn't do the same stuff. And, 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 and I wonder if that's the case around the world, you know. I mean, if you imagine our parents and, you know, generations before that, there were different options of what jobs you could do. I mean, I certainly don't want to be a farmer. Yeah, no, uh, I, I haven't had a, a family that was in farming, but... Um, and, and I think that's a challenge that they face. And, and this company, what is now designed, they've designed this drone that can spray pesticides and fertilizer using a drone. Um, and they use it, um, it's like a, a radio-controlled drone that can be controlled by a, a, a tablet device. And it's a lot cheaper. You know, they use many helicopters traditionally. A lot of farmers do this. That cost about $150,000 that uh, spray crops and all that sort of thing. This drone, and you, you know, we talk about technology democratizing everything. This drone comes in at about $36,000, and it does the same thing. And it can be used to spray pesticide on, on you know, fields, and it does it autonomously, which is quite brilliant. Hmm. So the point is here is that technology is now just doing stuff a lot cheaper and we're able to use technology to do things um, that we weren't been previously uh, could do um, on, on a manual basis that we used to do. Now we've got these helicopters flying or these drones flying around doing that sort of thing, hmm. which I think is brilliant. And then landslides, it's amazing, particularly with changes in weather patterns, etc. A lot of these things become huge threats and they become matters of even human security, quite frankly. No, no, if software right. can help us, that would really be awesome. Well, it's brilliant because now you may remember recently as far as uh, a few weeks ago, in fact, where there was a, a mine in Myanmar um, and there was some sort of vibration. They were mining, and it did, you know, it, it set off a series of shifts in the land, and this resulted in this massive landslide. And then rocks and earth and debris just came down the slope and literally destroyed people's lives. What these researchers have done as a result of this and similar incidents like landslides that have happened, and I'm thinking of avalanches as well that you can use this. They've devised a software tool, and they're basically using applied mathematics. They're using big data analytics. And they are able to predict the location of a landslide two weeks before it can happen. So uh, this, this particular landslide in Myanmar took people by complete surprise. And imagine you can you know, start taking the data, and they're using data from mining companies that use radar technologies that produces data every six minutes on the surface, vibrations. And they've got these sensors all over the place that now take all of this information, all of this data, they put it through some sort of software, and they're saying, hey, guys, there's a large chance of a landslide in this region in the next two weeks get the people out of the way and i think that that is extraordinary that we can use that kind of technology to predict when these landslides are going to happen okay so we've been in the sky with drones we've been on the ground shall we go under under the water i, I don't know about you but growing <laughs> up i was completely fascinated by submarines you know they're using the sonar like, bing, yes bing. And, and when i read the story and i thought 
Well, that's quite interesting. I never thought about it that way. I mean, you, you're not in a submarine that you're underground and you can communicate via radio with other people. Submarines are really complex, um, you know, aquatic uh, gadgets or devices, whatever you want to call them. But the reality is that when a submarine is underwater and you're like 500 meters under the water, it's beyond the physical limits of any signal. So you cannot uh, send signals and, and have conversations and, and do this kind of thing. So to a large degree, they are sort of kind of autonomous uh, mm-hmm. when you com- communicate with the mothership or your, your country's navy. Now the researchers have done is they've developed this wireless system that transmits data from the uh, bottom up from the water. Okay, It sends a series of pings or data, um, and they, they call this acoustic RF communication. It sends a sonar signal to the surface, tiny vibrations through the water, and as it comes up above the water, there's certain frequency can be picked up by um, by other technology that reads that particular uh, frequency and that particular di- binary data, which they call, translates that and into some kind of meaningful data that if you're in an airplane or if you're anywhere in the world, you can actually understand what they're trying to say. So they've developed this system that in future the submarines will be able to send it out. It's a series of vibrations that they call... Uh, acoustic RF communication goes to the surface, gets translated cool. by technology, and then you can read it on the other side. Um, and and there they're bypassing this whole thing that mm. you know water is this mm. huge body that you cannot transmit any kind of wireless signals through. So it's it's brilliant technology, and people are just thinking out of the box. I'd yeah. love to speak to the scientists yeah, that thought amazing. about this. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Aki. That was Bye-bye. today's edition of the Naked Scientist. <laughs>